Hello and welcome to the Unadorned Word. This is podcast 37 and my name is Rosie G. I'm speaking to you from the beautiful Gold Coast in Australia. So welcome and thank you for listening to the Unadorned Word, a daily Bible reading and devotional podcast. And please, I ask you, if you do enjoy the podcast, please subscribe, leave a rating, leave a review. Today we're reading Exodus 28 through to Exodus 31 verse 11. And we're going to start reading straight away. Exodus 28. I'm reading from the ebible.org, which is a web Bible that you can find online and is free from copyright. Exodus 28. Bring Aaron, this is the Lord speaking, your brother and his sons with him. Bring them from amongst the children of Israel, that he may minister to me in the priest's office, Aaron, Nadab and Abihu, Eleazar and Ithamar. You shall make holy garments for Aaron, your brother, for glory and for beauty. You shall speak to all who are wise-hearted, whom I have filled with the spirit of wisdom, that they may make Aaron's garments to sanctify him, that he may minister to me in the priest's office. These are the garments which they shall make, a breastplate, an ephod, a robe, a fitted tunic, a turban and a sash. They shall make holy garments for Aaron your brother and his sons, that they may minister to me in the priest's office. They shall use the gold and the blue and the purple and the scarlet and the fine linen. They shall make an ephod of gold, blue, purple, scarlet and fine twined linen, the work of the skillful craftsman. It shall have two shoulder straps joined to the two ends. The skillfully woven band which is on it shall be the same work and of the same piece of gold. It shall have two shoulder straps joined to the two ends of it. The skillfully woven band which is on it shall be like it and of the same piece of gold, blue, purple, scarlet and fine twined linen. You shall take two onyx stones and engrave on them the names of the children of Israel. Six names on one stone and the names of the other six on the other stone in the order of their birth. With the work of an engraver, in stone, like the engravings of a signet. The two stones shall be engraved according to the names of the children of Israel. You shall make them to be enclosed in settings of gold. You shall put the two stones on the shoulder straps of the ephod. They are stones of memorial for the children of Israel. Aaron shall bear their names before the Lord on his shoulders for a memorial. You shall make settings of gold and two chains of pure gold. You shall make them like cords of braided work. You shall put the braided chains on the settings. You shall make a breastplate of judgment, the work of the skillful craftsman. Like the work of the ephod, you shall make it of gold, blue, purple and scarlet and fine twined linen. It shall be square and folded double. A span shall be its length and a span its width. You shall set in its settings of stones, four rows of stones, a row of ruby, topaz and beryl, the second row a turquoise, a sapphire and an emerald, the third row a jacinth, an agate and an amethyst, 
and the fourth row a chrysolite, an onyx and a jasper. They shall be enclosed in gold in their settings. The stones shall be according to the names of the children of Israel, twelve according to their names, like the engravings of a signet, every one according to his name, they shall be for the twelve tribes. You shall make on the breastplate chains like cords of braided work of pure gold, and on the breastplate make two rings of gold, and put the two rings on the two ends of the breastplate. You shall put the two braided chains of gold in the two rings at the ends of the breastplate. The other two ends of the braided chains you shall put on the two settings and put them on the shoulder straps of the ephod. You shall make two rings of gold and shall put them on the two shoulder straps of the ephod underneath, close by the coupling, above the skillfully woven band of the ephod. They shall bind the breastplate by its rings to the rings of the ephod with a lace of blue, that it may be on the skilfully woven band of the ephod, and that the breastplate may not swing out from the ephod. Aaron shall bear the names of the children of Israel in the breastplate of judgment on his heart when he goes into the holy place, for a memorial before the Lord continually. You shall put in the breastplate of judgment the Urim and the Thummim, and they shall be on Aaron's heart when he goes in before the Lord. Aaron shall bear the judgment of the children of Israel on his heart before the Lord continually. You shall make the robe of the ephod all of blue. It shall have a hole for the head in the middle of it. It shall have a binding of woven work around the neck hole, as if it were the hole of a coat of mail, that it not be torn. On its hem you shall make pomegranates of blue, purple and scarlet, with bells of gold between and around them. A golden bell and a pomegranate, a golden bell and a pomegranate, around the hem of, of the robe. It shall be on Aaron to minister, and its sound shall be heard when he goes into the holy place before the Lord, and when he comes out, that he not die. You shall make a plate of pure gold, and engrave on it, like the engravings on a signet, holy to the Lord. You shall put it on a cord of blue, and it shall be on the sash. It shall be on the front of the sash. It shall be on Aaron's forehead, and Aaron shall bear the iniquity of the holy things, which the children of Israel shall make holy in all their holy gifts. It shall always be on his forehead, that they may be accepted before the Lord. You shall weave the tunic with fine linen, and make a turban of fine linen. You shall make a sash, the work of the embroiderer. You shall make tunics for Aaron's sons. You shall make sashes for them, and make headbands for them, for glory and for beauty. You shall put them on Aaron your brother and on his sons, and shall anoint them and consecrate them and sanctify them, that they may minister to me in the priest's office. Make them linen pants to cover their naked flesh. They shall reach from the waist to the thighs. They shall be on Aaron and on his sons when they go into the tent of meeting, or when they come near to the altar to minister in the holy place, that they don't bear iniquity and die. This shall be a statute for ever to him and to his offspring after him. Exodus 29 This is what you shall do to make them holy, to minister to me in the priest's office. Take one young bull and two rams without defect, unleavened bread, unleavened cakes mixed with oil, and unleavened, unleavened wafers anointed with oil. Make them of fine wheat flour. 
you shall put them into one basket, and bring them in the basket with the bull and the two rams. You shall bring Aaron and his sons to the door of the tent of meeting, and shall wash them with water. You shall take the garments and put on Aaron the tunic, the robe of the ephod, the ephod and the breastplate, and clothe him with the skilfully woven band of the ephod. You shall set the turban on his head, and put the holy crown on the turban. Then you shall take the anointing oil, and pour it on his head, and anoint him. You shall bring his sons, and put tunics on them. You shall clothe them with belts, Aaron and his sons, and bind headbands on them. They shall have the priesthood by a perpetual statute. You shall consecrate Aaron and his sons. You shall bring the bull before the tent of meeting, and Aaron and his sons shall lay their hands on the head of the bull. You shall kill the bull before the Lord at the door of the tent of meeting. You shall take the blood of the bull and put it on the horns of the altar with your finger, and you shall pour out all the blood at the base of the altar. You shall take all the fat that covers the innards, the cover of the liver, the two kidneys and the fat that is on them, and burn them on the altar. But the meat of the bull, and its skin, and its dung, you shall burn with fire outside of the camp. It is a sin offering. You shall also take the one ram, and Aaron and his sons shall lay their hands on the head of the ram. You shall kill the ram, and you shall take its blood and sprinkle it around on the altar. You shall cut the ram into its pieces, and wash its innards and its legs, and put them with its pieces and with its head. You shall burn the whole ram on the altar. It is a burnt offering to the Lord. It is a pleasant aroma, an offering made by fire to the Lord. You shall take the other ram, and Aaron and his sons shall lay their hands on the head of the ram. Then you kill the ram, and take some of its blood, and put it on the tip of the right ear of Aaron, and on the tip of the right ear of his sons, and on the thumb of their right hand, and on the big toe of their right foot, and sprinkle the blood around on the altar. You shall take of the blood that is on the altar, and of the anointing oil, and sprinkle it on Aaron, and on his garments, and on his sons, and on the garments of his sons with him, and he shall be made holy, and his garments, and his sons, and his sons' garments with him. Also you shall take some of the ram's fat, the fat tail, the fat that covers the innards, the cover of the liver, the two kidneys, the fat that is on them, and the right thigh, for it is a ram of consecration, and one loaf of bread, one cake of oiled bread, and one wafer out of the basket of unleavened bread that is before the Lord. You shall put all of this in Aaron's hands, and in his son's hands, and shall wave them for a wave offering before the Lord. You shall take them from their hands, and burn them on the altar, on the burnt offering, for a pleasant aroma before the Lord. It is an offering made by fire to the Lord. You shall take the breast of Aaron's ram of consecration and wave it for a wave offering before the Lord. It shall be your portion. You shall sanctify the breast of the wave offering and the thigh of the wave offering, which is waved and raised up of the ram of consecration, even that which is for Aaron and that which is for his sons. It shall be for Aaron and his sons as their portion forever from the children of Israel. It shall be a wave offering from the children of Israel of the sacrifice of their peace offerings, even their wave offering to the Lord. 
The holy garments of Aaron shall be for his sons after him, to be, an, to be anointed in them, and to be consecrated in them. Seven days shall the son who is priest in his place put them on, when he comes into the tent of meeting to minister in the holy place. You shall take the ram of consecration and boil its meat in a holy place. Aaron, Aaron and his sons shall eat the meat of the ram and the bread that is in the basket at the door of the tent of meeting. They shall eat those things with which atonement was made to consecrate and sanctify them. But a stranger shall not eat of it because they are holy. If anything of the meat of the consecration or of the bread remains to the morning, then you shall burn the remainder with fire. It shall not be eaten, because it is holy. You shall do so to Aaron and to his sons, according to all that I have commanded you. You shall consecrate them seven days. Every day you shall offer the bull of sin offering for atonement. You shall cleanse the altar when you make atonement for it. You shall anoint it to sanctify it. Seven days you shall make atonement for the altar and sanctify it, and the altar shall be most holy. Whatever touches the altar shall be holy. Now this is that which you shall offer on the altar. Two lambs a year old, day by day, continually. The one lamb you shall offer in the morning, and the other lamb you shall offer at evening. And with the one lamb a tenth part of an ephah of fine flour, mixed with the fourth part of a hin of beaten oil, and the fourth part of a hin of wine for a drink offering. The other lamb you shall offer at evening, and shall do it according to the meal offering of the morning, and according to its drink offering, for a pleasant aroma, an offering made by fire to the Lord. It shall be a continual burnt offering throughout your generations, at the door of the tent of meeting before the Lord, where I will meet with you, to speak there to you. There I will meet with the children of Israel, and the place shall be sanctified by my glory. I will sanctify the tent of meeting and the altar. I will also sanctify Aaron and his sons to minister to me in the priest's office. I will dwell amongst the children of Israel and will be their God. They shall know that I am the Lord their God who brought them out of the land of Egypt, that I might dwell amongst them. I am the Lord their God. Exodus 30 You shall make an altar to burn incense on. Make it of acacia wood. Its length shall be a cubit, and its width a cubit. It shall be square, and its height shall be two cubits. Its horns shall be of one piece with it. You shall overlay it with pure gold its top, its sides around it, and its horns. And you shall make a gold moulding around it. You shall make two golden rings for it under its moulding, on its two ribs. On its two sides you shall make them, and they shall be for places for poles with which to bear it. You shall make, make the poles of acacia wood and overlay them with gold. You shall put it before the veil that is by the Ark of the Covenant, before the mercy seat that is over the Covenant, where I will meet with you. Aaron shall burn incense of sweet spices on it every morning. When he tends the lamps, he shall burn it. When Aaron lights the lamps at evening, he shall burn it, a perpetual incense before the Lord, throughout your generations. You shall offer no strange incense on it, nor burnt offering, nor meal offering, and you shall pour no drink offering on it. Aaron shall make atonement on its horns, 
once in the year, with the blood of the sin offering of atonement. Once a year he shall make atonement for it throughout your generations. It is most holy to the Lord. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, When you take a census of the children of Israel, according to those who are counted amongst them, then each man shall give a ransom for his soul to the Lord. When you count them, that there be no plague amongst them. They shall give this to everyone who passes over to those who are counted, half a shekel, according to the shekel of the sanctuary, half a shekel for an offering to the Lord. Everyone who passes over to those who are counted from twenty years old and upward shall give the offering to the Lord. The rich shall not give more, and the poor shall not give less than the half shekel. When they give the offering of the Lord to make atonement for your souls, you shall take the atonement money from the children of Israel, and shall appoint it for the service of the tent of meeting, that it may be a memorial for the children of Israel before the Lord to make atonement for your souls. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, You shall also make a basin of bronze, and its base of bronze in which to wash. You shall put it between the tent of meeting and the altar, and you shall put water in it. Aaron and his sons shall wash their hands and their feet in it. When they go into the tent of meeting, they shall wash with water, that they not die. Or when they come near to the altar to minister, to burn an offering made by fire to the Lord, so they shall wash their hands and their feet, that they not die. This shall be a statute for ever to them, even to him and to his descendants, throughout their generations. Moreover, the Lord said to Moses, saying, Also, take fine spices of liquid myrrh, five hundred shekels, and fragrant cinnamon, half as much, even two hundred and fifty, and of fragrant cane, two hundred and fifty, and of cassia, five hundred, according to the shekel of the sanctuary, and a hin of olive oil. You shall make it into a holy anointing oil, a perfume compounded after the art of the perfumer. It shall be a holy anointing oil. You shall use it to anoint the tent of meeting, the ark of the covenant, the table and all its articles, the lampstand and its accessories, the altar of incense, the altar of burnt offering with all its utensils, and the basin with its base. You shall sanctify them, that they may be most holy. Whoever touches them shall be holy. You shall anoint Aaron and his sons and sanctify them, that they may minister to me in the priest's office. You shall speak to the children of Israel, saying, This shall be a holy anointing oil to me throughout your generations. It shall not be poured on man's flesh. Do not make any like it according to its composition. It is holy. It shall be holy to you. Whoever compounds any like it, whoever, or whoever puts any of it on a stranger, he shall be cut off from his people. The Lord said to Moses, Take to yourself sweet spices, gum, resins, onicha, and galbanum, sweet spices with pure frankincense. There shall be an equal weight of each. You shall make an incense of it, a perfume after the art of the perfumer, seasoned with salt, pure and holy. You shall beat some of it very small, and put some of it before the covenant in the tent of meeting, where I will meet with you. It shall be to you most holy. The incense which you shall make, according to its composition, you shall not make for yourselves. It shall be to you holy for the Lord.
Whoever shall make any like that to smell of it, he shall be cut off from his people. Exodus 31, up to verse 11. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, I have called by name Bezalel, the son of Uri, the son of Hur, of the tribe of Judah. I have filled him with the Spirit of God, in wisdom and in understanding, and in knowledge and in all kinds of craftsmanship, to devise skillful works, to work in gold and in silver and in bronze, and in cutting of stones for setting, and in carving of wood, to work in all kinds of workmanship. I myself have appointed with him Oholiab, the son of Ahisamach, of the tribe of Dan. And in the heart of all who are wise-hearted, I have put wisdom, that they may make all that I have commanded you, the tent of meeting, the ark of the covenant, the mercy seat that is on it, all the furniture of the tent, the table and its vessels, the pure lampstand with all its vessels, the altar of incense, the altar of burnt offering, with all its vessels, the basin and its base, the finely worked garments, the holy garments for Aaron the priest, the garments of his sons to minister in the priest's office, the anointing oil and the incense of sweet spices for the holy place, according to all that I have commanded you, they shall do. Thank you so much for listening. That was Exodus 28 to chapter 31, verse 11, reading from the from ebible.org. And our key verse today is Exodus 29, verse 46. They will know that I am the Lord their God who brought them out of Egypt, so that I may dwell among them. I am the Lord their God. God brought the Israelites out of slavery because he wanted a relationship with them. Not only with them, but through them he wanted to reach the whole earth. His desire was for them to become a kingdom of priests and a witness of him to all nations. Remember Exodus 19. His plan has never changed. He created the earth, Adam and Eve, and placed them in it. His plan may look to have been thwarted by Satan, but he was ready. He knew this would happen. As Aslan said in C.S. Lewis's The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe, that though the witch knew the deep magic, there is a magic deeper still which she did not know. God had a much bigger, broader, deeper plan than Satan could never conceive of. The desire of the Lord has always been to have fellowship with mankind. Mankind is destined to be his bride, his consort, his beloved. But we have no real conception of this. We cannot imagine God. We are as far apart from him as a fish in the sea, swimming round in our own world, completely oblivious to the rest of the earth and its impact on our lives. How does God make himself known to us? Not only that, but there is a deeper problem we are unaware of. We need salvation. God's desire is that no one should perish. Hell was created for fallen angels, not humanity. Taking the Israelites out of bondage, 
giving them laws and rituals that bring the knowledge of him into their world. This is the big picture of Exodus. God saying, so that I may dwell with them. The Exodus, the subsequent growth of Israel as a nation, the prophets, all come together, pointing to the time when God will come and dwell with his people, not in a tabernacle or temple this time, but as one of them in their world. God will experience hunger, thirst, pain, discomfort. He will experience love, friendship and betrayal. He will feel and know everything we feel and know. He will be truly God and truly man. Because he loves us, he has compassion on us. He knows us now, not only as an observer and a creator, but as one of us. Now, as one of us, we can truly know him. Every one of us can know him. And this is the cry of my heart. Isn't this the cry of all hearts? Lord, I want to know you and I want to be known by you. Because he did come to our world and not only came into the world but conquered the sin that besets us and trips us up, we can know him and be known by him. Not only that, because Jesus overcame the enemy through his death and resurrection, he made the way for the Holy Spirit to enter our world and God could come and dwell within us. God now dwells within his people. Not in space, not in a temple, not in a tabernacle, but within our hearts and minds, truly dwelling with his people, changing our hearts and minds, revealing his love both for us and for humanity. His plan hasn't changed. He chose the Israelites to be his people, a people that he dwelt amongst. He chose them to be a kingdom of priests to the whole world. Now he has chosen you. He has chosen you to dwell within you and to bring you into his kingdom where you can reign in life. Romans 5.17 How much more will those who receive God's abundant provision of grace and of the gift of righteousness reign in life through the one man, Jesus Christ? You now belong to a royal priesthood, 1 Peter 2.9. Your life has meaning and purpose. Live with confidence, take risks, be responsible, because you are dwelt in by the Lord of Lords, the King of Kings, and need have no fear. How profound is this truth? You are dwelt in by the Lord of Lords, the King of Kings. You need have no fear. Your life has meaning. Your life has a purpose. And I pray for you today that as you live this day, you will feel your purpose, you will see your purpose, you will know your purpose, and you will be the person that makes an impact on their world around them. In Jesus' name, amen. 
Thank you for listening. I hope that you're enjoying the unadorned word. And if you are, don't forget, leave us a review. Leave us a rating at iTunes. Thank you again. Have a great day and we'll talk again tomorrow.